that this morning. Listen, everything I'm about to say matters. If you don't believe that, then, then what I'm about to talk about this morning ain't going to matter. So do you believe that? Do you believe that? Are you free this morning or are you still caught up in the lost? Come on. Listen to me. Death was arrested. On that cross, it was finished. And if we keep living, if we keep living like we still have to do something, <laughs> really, if you, still, if you keep living like you've got to, to win your salvation, if you keep living like there's something you've got to do, then you're not ever going to win. This is not, listen, you've got to accept the words that are in this book right here. It's over. It's finished. So we're living in a whole new world. We're living in a whole new place. And because of that, I'm going to talk today about no more fear. And if you still got fear, you don't know those words that they just sang right here. They hadn't got a hold yet. I know sometimes stuff is tough. Listen, we all go through some things and we all get caught up in it and we let the circumstances around us kind of try to get in there. You know who the circumstances come from, right? It ain't from him. Hallelujah. It is finished. Praise God. Thank you, worship team. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. Y'all may be seated. Um, you know, I don't like this microphone. I really don't. I tell them all the time. You hear it? It's, it's making noises. It's aggravating me already this morning. But you know what? Death was arrested. And death took care of this stinking microphone. <laughs> Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Welcome everybody this morning. You know, um, have y'all heard? Y'all heard? I told you two weeks ago. It's on like Donkey Kong. Y'all didn't believe me. Y'all like, <laughs> it's not Christmas yet. <laughs> Joke's on you. I mean, I think, I think Kenny was the one who sent me the text that after I preached that day, they were out somewhere and there's Christmas decorations going up. Have y'all been in the foyer? There's a tree. <laughs> y'all, six weeks from yesterday is Christmas. Calm down, Miss Peggy. <laughs> it's been a busy couple weeks for, for me. Two weeks ago, I preached and I left here and drove down to Myrtle Beach for the EFI conference. And Pastor Bill and Robert and Miss Peggy joined me. Wow, what a conference that was. It was entitled Forward. I know Pastor Bill talked a little bit about it, and we're going to be talking a lot about it, I'm sure, in the weeks and months ahead. Forward. <laughs> it seems like the last couple of years, we've been in a mud hole. 
trying to move forward. You know what I'm talking about, Mike? Y'all don't have no mud holes down at the farm, do you? You got some. We get caught in the mud, but we're moving forward because God is still in charge. Amen. He's still in charge and his church is still kicking and COVID is out the door. Out the door because y'all know where it came from. Is there any place for anything that he brings in this place? The enemy's not welcome. He's had his fun and we're kicking him out. Adios amigo. He ain't my amigo, but he's some people's amigo, sadly. So we went down to the conference. It was a great time. Then came back, and two days later, Jacob and I took a trip to the wild, wild west. If you've never been out there, I encourage you. Wow. God just did some stuff. This is pretty here where we live, but he was just like, I think he was at the end of the day, and he's like, Special time, special time, special time. And it was just, it's just amazing, the beauty of what God did out there. Um, we celebrated a man's weekend, Mr. Jacob's 15th birthday celebration. It wasn't like, it's today. Happy birthday, Jacob. 15 years ago, all you, all you people that's got babies coming, just like that, boom. You going, you going to drive? No. Nah. Time flies. Am I right, parents? Some of y'all got some older than me. You know what I'm talking about, John. They're getting old. As we were flying back last Monday on the plane, John's not getting old, just the kids, right, John? We were flying back last week. I was looking at my calendar on the, my phone, and I was just, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. There's a lot going on. And then I'm thinking, oh, I got to talk to Robert. We didn't put that on the calendar. <laughs> there's things I'm thinking about that are on the calendar. There's a lot going on. But off the calendar, there's stuff that's not on the calendar. We got to put on the calendar. And it's going to be shoo, the next six weeks. <laughs> Actually, it's going to be shoo, the next 10 weeks, 20 weeks. <laughs> Man, there's so much going on. 2021 is in its final lap, y'all. Seriously, it's in its final lap. 2022 is right over yonder. And so it's a busy time of year. Planning for 2022 is a monumental task in itself. And oftentimes as we get to this point, every season we're like, Wow. And we look back and we see what we did and we look forward and see what we need to do. And of course, we start talking about what we should have done, what we didn't do, and what we've got to do. And it's a time where we can get nervous if we let ourselves because of the monumental task that's ahead. I know we can't hear because we, we look forward to next year and it's like wow there's so much to do there really is we're not even finished with this one yet and we gotta start a new one right <laughs> fear <clears throat> you know the number one accepted sin 
Google me if you don't believe me. The number one accepted sin in the church today is fear. It is. You say, well, is, sin, is fear a sin? Listen, if you know Jesus, sin is a fear. I mean, fear is a sin. Sin is a, a fear is a sin if you believe Jesus because if you have fear, then you don't trust him. If you don't trust him, you're sinning. And so fear will sneak in there. It will. I don't care who you think you are. I don't care how big you are. I don't, I'm guaranteeing you there's days when you're like, oh, I got to do that. There's, there's stuff comes. Listen, and we have to fight that thing. We have to fight that thing because it's serious. And it's not the number one accepted sin in church today because it doesn't exist. It exists. It exists. And a lot of times we accept it and we let it come in. Fear of our circumstances. Again, where do circumstances come from? If things are going rough, who you think's fighting us? Who you think's fighting us? The enemy. Financial fear of the finances. Am I going to have a job next year? Right? I don't know if anybody's heard, but there's some crazy stuff going on around the world. You got to get a shot or you lose your job. You got to, you know, I don't know if anybody's pumped gas lately. Jacob and I pulled up to fill up the tank out in Colorado. It was three seventy nine a gallon. Three seventy nine a gallon. <laughs> we got shipping containers, James, sitting out there, right? Slam full. I saw somebody said going Christmas shopping today. We're in a little paddle boat, paddling out to one of the big ships out there. <clears throat> it's a mess. It's a mess, and if we let it, it'll bother us, but we can't let it because it doesn't need to bother us. Listen, there's no room. There's no room to let it bother us because you know what? It's going to be all right because you know why? Him. This week I got a call I'll share later. It's kind of insignificant in a way, but for a little bit, I was like, I'll share a little bit later what that was. Remember that. Don't let me forget to share it. For five seconds there, I was like, ooh. Fear almost went, it was knocking. You can let it knock, but don't let it in. Come on now. It's going to knock. No, it's not a key. Right? Nope. You're not welcome here, dude. No fear up in here. Where does fear come from? It's not part of God's perfect plan. Never was part of his perfect plan. Adam and Eve were hanging out in the garden. Ain't no fear. Life's good. Then we know what happened. Right? But the word of God tells us, 2 Timothy 1-7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. Listen, <laughs> that's not him. If there's fear, he ain't here, right? Because he didn't give that to us. So we got to get grasp who we are. We got to grasp who we are in Christ. How do we how do we conquer fear? We have to understand first and foremost who we are. If he created us and did not give us a spirit of fear, then it ain't room up in here 
Right? <laughs> you can't live in fear if you're letting him live up in here. Just that simple. Like I said, I mean, the Jehovah Witnesses knock on my door, but I don't let them in. Come on, right? Don't let him in. No room up in here for no fear. Who are we in Christ? We've got to understand that first and foremost. Ephesians 1.4 tells us this. Even, even before he made the world. Grasp this now. It ain't nothing yet. Day one hadn't even commenced yet. He hadn't even said, let there be light. God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. Before he created earth, before he created light, he created Tiffany. Right? He knew all about you. Man, that's pretty awesome. So if he knew about Tiffany and Amanda, if he knew about you before he said, let there be light, you must be pretty special. Right? Say, yeah, I'm special. Amen. <laughs> Y'all, we got to get this. Ephesians 2.10 says this, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared afterhand, beforehand that we should walk in them. Come on now, listen to me. Before anything else, he created you and me to do his work, and he did not create us with fear. The devil came along and tried to pull that off. And so when we let the devil come in, we're saying to God, uh, I can't. No, you can't, but he can. God had a perfect plan in the very beginning. He's omnipresent, omnipotent. He's, he is before and after and beyond. and therefore, he, He's all up in here. Like I said, before, before he created light, he created you. Mm. But he also knew, because he's, he's already finished it. I don't know if y'all know or not. It's all written. It's finished. The last line of it all has already been written. So he knew. He knew what was going to happen. He knows what's going to happen in our life every day. So he already knows. He already knows. And he knew we'd mess up sometimes. He did. He knew it. And he knew we'd face fear. Because this book right here, it's kind of funny. 365 times the Bible says do not fear or do not be afraid. 365 times. How many days are in a year? How many days do you think he's... Come on now. He didn't do 360. He said, lay it up in there 365 times so they get the message that I understand what they're going through. Because he loves us. He knows. He knew from the very beginning exactly what we were going to face. 
And he told us 365 times, do not fear. Ain't that cool? Ain't he good like that? <laughs> not 52 times, because he knew we weren't going to face fear every week. 365 times, because he knew he was probably going to face it every day. And he wanted to make sure we understood not to fear. So, what do we do about it? It's out there. It's real, right? The enemy prowls. Listen, if you don't know he prowls, come hang out with me. I'll show you. Because he's all up in here all the time. He tries to knock on our door. Right, Robert? But we kick him out, don't we? Hear me? Right? No room in the end for you, dog. How do we conquer fear? Number one, humble yourself. What do you mean humble myself? What's that got to do with it? Humble yourself. See, <laughs> there's this thing out there where I am big and strong. I will beat the world. My name is Goliath. What happened to Goliath? Goliath didn't humble himself. Goliath didn't know the mighty warrior named God, did he? And so we have to humble ourselves. 1 Peter 5, 6 and 7 says this. So humble yourself under the mighty power of God. And at the right time, at the right time, does that mean it's going to happen today? Maybe not. We're like, I've been humbling myself for a year and he ain't done. Humble yourself. And at the right time, who? He will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. We have to humble ourselves under the mighty power of God and stop thinking we're bad because we're not. We, we're like, ooh, look at me. I'm a great man. No. I'm only great because of him. Anything I do that's good is because he did it through me, right? Proverbs 3.34, the Lord mocks the mockers but is gracious to the humble. <laughs> we have to be humble. You cannot walk out on the battlefield of life thinking that you can handle it, because you can't. The only way you're going to be victorious, the only way you're going to overcome anything, including fear, is if you humble yourself under the power of God. And at the right time, he will bring honor to you. We need to get a hold of this fact. We need to get a hold of the fact that in all we do, if we do it in him, we can do great things. But if we try to do it ourselves, what's going to happen? More than likely, we're going to hit some road bumps and we're not going to make it. We have to humble ourselves before the Lord. Second thing we must do in order to conquer fear is pray. <laughs> Psalm 34, 4. I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He what? He freed me from what? All my fears. <laughs> you all know Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Be anxious for what? Cerro. Is that right, Daphne? Cerro. Be anxious for zero. Nada. 
Nada, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, everything. Y'all know what that is? Is that a, anybody need the definition of everything? That's everything. In everything be by prayer and supplication. Everything, not just the good, not just the bad. Everything be in prayer and supplication. With what? Thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God, which surpasses all understanding. His peace. His peace surpasses all understanding and will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Everything, y'all, everything, not just some stuff. See, what, what, what happens is we're going through bad times. And anybody watch baseball? It's not my favorite sport. Rosalie gets mad at me because she's uh, The greatest sport of all time is football. Come on. But here we are. Things are, we're out there, we're playing the game of life and we're doing our thing. And all of a sudden, it's the bottom of the ninth. We're down by two runs, there's two outs. And then we go, oh Lord, help me. Then we commence to praying, right? Because the situation's bad. Come on, y'all. Don't sit there and act like you don't know what I'm talking about. When we need to be praying is the bottom of the eighth when we're up by two runs and there's no outs. We need to be praying and doing what? Giving thanks. Lord, thank you that we're up by two runs. Listen to me. But see, we want, we want to run to him when things are bad. We got to go to him all the time and give him thanks. And give him thanks. Come on, give him thanks. In everything. Thank you, Jesus. And so when we do that, and it's the bottom of the ninth, and we're down by two runs, we prayed up. And we ain't going to have no fear. Hey, I might lose. That's all right. But you know what? I know who I'm here with. And yeah, y'all, we're going to lose sometimes. That's life. It's going to be all right. You know why it's going to be all right? Because it's finished. And I know who wins. <laughs> yeah, we might not win every battle, but we ain't going to win any battles if we go into it with a lost attitude. If we go into it without being prayed up. If we go into it without being humbled and knowing who we're going to it with and knowing who is the source of everything. Right? Mm. Mm -mm -mm. the good the bad no matter what we go into it with him we go into it humbled we go into it prayed up mm -mm -mm. third thing be strong and courageous be strong and courageous you can't be strong and courageous if you're not humble and you're not prayed up you might think you are but you can't be Moses was turning over the leadership to Joshua and he shared with the people that God's going to take care of it. He's going to take care of the enemies <laughs> because of who you are and who you belong to. Deuteronomy 31.6. 
Be strong and of good courage. Do not what? Fear. Do not fear or be afraid of them for the Lord your God. Listen to me, the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Come on now. <laughs> Woo. It, no matter what we face, if we face it with him, we face it with a smile on our face and say, you know what, I don't care what you're bringing to me. I got Jesus in my boat. Y'all know that song? Jesus in my boat, I'll smile through the storm. Y'all ain't singing. Y'all preschool teachers should be up here leading that. Y'all know that song. <laughs> Joshua 1.9 says, this is my command. Be strong and what? Courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Wherever you go. That, that means if God calls you, we all, we all are in situations in there. I believe God's going to put us in situations in this year to come. I don't know. I just feel like God's got a plan. And we're going to have a lot to do, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But no matter where we go, if it's here in Matthews, if it's in Nicaragua, if it's in some other part of this country, if it's in wherever... If we go, and we go with him, and we go humbled, and we go prayed up, listen, Tiffany, Kenny, I don't remember, Marianne, y'all were on that plane that landed in the middle of a little bit of a civil war maybe breaking out. <laughs> we went to Nicaragua when uh, nobody else was crazy enough to go. <laughs> Straight up. Daphne, you were there, remember? Nobody was crazy like we were. Because <laughs> we crazy, because we crazy like that. Because you know why? No fear up in here. We went to Nicaragua when nobody else would go. We got off the plane. We didn't even get to the hotel till we done got caught up in something. Pipe bombs going off, remember? We in this circle and our driver's like, ooh. <laughs> But I don't think there was a fearful heart in that man, was there? We're in there just laughing. Because we knew who was there. Listen, we knew who was up in here with us. There wasn't no fear up in here. We went up there and we didn't care one bit because we knew who was with us and before us. And we had a great time. And God was glorified. And those folks down there is like, thank y'all for coming. Nobody else will come. Y'all are special. Mm -mm, we ain't special. He is. Come on, man. Be strong and courageous, but don't be strong and courageous unless you prayed up and humbled yourself because it ain't going to do you no good. But we were humbled and prayed, and we rolled up in there. Just like old David. <laughs> David walked out on that battlefield. He didn't walk out there by himself. He didn't walk out there going, look at me, I am David. Matter of fact, David walked out there and said, this is the Lord's battle, not mine. Hebrews 13, 6 says this. We can take comfort and are encouraged 
and confidently and boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be seized with alarm. I will not, be, I will not have fear. I will not be of dread or terrified. <laughs> what, can man, what can man do to me? What can man do to me if I'm prayed up and I'm humbled and I'm strong and courageous in the name of Jesus? What can man do to me? Isaiah, you know this one, 54, 17, no weapon. I don't have it up here, but no weapon formed against me. No weapon, not some weapons. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Why? Because I've humbled myself and I'm prayed up. I'm strong and courageous. And the last thing, number four, I trust who? I trust him. Come on now. If you, if, if you believe what this says then you can't question it, right? It's just pages and pages. It's pages and pages of, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going I'm I'm, I'm to walk through you, with you through the valley of the shadow of death. Fear no evil. Feel no, I, I am with you. I go before you. <laughs> if you believe it, you believe it. If you don't, then, you got, then we need to talk. None of this makes sense to you. But if you believe it, you believe it. And if you trust him, then if, if you've humbled yourself before him, if you've prayed to him, if you're standing up mighty and courageous and you trust him, then y'all better get out the way because something's getting ready to happen good. <laughs> Psalm 27, 1 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation, so why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress. Protecting me from danger, so why should I tremble? Isaiah 41, 13, For I, the Lord your God, will hold your right hand, saying to you, Fear not, I will help you. Psalm 118, 6, there's, there's just so many of them. For the Lord is with me, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? Isaiah 41.10, don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will what? Strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. What? God just said, I will hold you up with my. Y'all ever seen his right hand? He created all this. And it says, I'll hold you up with it. See, y'all scared? Come on now. Oh, man. We all face stuff. Listen, life is real, right? Like I said, the door's going to get knocked on. Fear's going to knock on your door. Mm -mm -mm. We just got to grasp a hold of who we are. And what he said to us about it. Matthew 6, 31 through 33. 
So don't worry about these things, saying, what will I eat? What will I drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly Father already knows of your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything, everything you need. Everything. Not just some things. Everything. Mm -mm -mm. One of my favorite verses, Jeremiah 29.11. I didn't put it up there, but it's one of my favorite verses. For I know the plans that I have for you. He knows the plan. Listen, we talked about this already. Before he created you, Carol, he knew the exact plan he had for you. Was that plan to harm you? Nope. It was to prosper you. For good. Even in the bad, he's going to be there. No matter what, he has a future for you. No fear up in here. John 4.18 says, There is no fear in love, but perfect, perfect love casts out fear. Because fear involves torment, but he who fears has not been made perfect in love. Listen, if you haven't grasped it yet, if you don't understand this, then you need Jesus. Because if you got Jesus, listen, yes, yes, there are struggles in this world. COVID was bad, right? We all saw people pass away that we knew. From COVID. We all, many of us in here got COVID, lived through the mess, coughed a little bit, tried to eat pumpkin pie that tasted like cardboard last Thanksgiving. It wasn't fun, but it didn't change the fact who I am. If you live in Christ, I got to tell you something. If you live in Christ, we all have DNA. You know what our DNA is? It's what makes us. If you live in Christ, your DNA no longer has fear. Just not in there anymore. Can't be because he's in there. And when he's in there, ain't no fear up in here. It's just that simple. Yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because he's with me. We have to humble ourselves, pray, be courageous, trust him. Testing Robert's ability. Erase fear. Y'all, uh, some of you were here a few years ago. I preached a message about a little dude named Shama. A little dude. Uh, he was probably a pretty big dude. He had a pea patch. Well, he didn't really have it. This, this place had a pea patch. And he was one of David's mighty warriors. He's only mentioned in the Bible like, like there. But he's so much he can teach us. Right? Everybody fled, but there he was. In the middle of something insignificant, a pea patch. Right? Do you like peas? I don't. But apparently he must have loved them. Because he said, nope. He took his sword. This is my pea patch. And he stood. 
while the other warriors ran, while the farmers ran, while everybody ran, Shama said, this is my pea patch and you Philistine army will not take it from me. And he stood there and he fought and he won a victory. You know why? I believe he had humbled himself. I believe Shama was a humble, I believe he knew where his power came from. He might have been big and bad, but he knew without God. Let me ask you a question. You're one dude, Robert. You're standing in a pea patch, and there's an army walking around coming to get you. They're just coming from here and here. You're pretty bad, Robert, but without God, how bad are you? You ain't, you ain't got no hope. But I believe he had humbled himself because he knew where his power came from. And he knew that victory would come only through God. Second thing is, it says he's one of David's mighty warriors. Anybody know who David was? He had issues. David had issues. Have you ever read the book of Psalm? He wrote most of it. He was a praying dude. And I believe his warriors were praying dudes. Right? You can't hang around David and not pray, probably. Am I right? So I believe Shammah had prayed up. He hadn't prayed that morning. He wasn't standing in the pea patch. Oh, Lord, I ain't talked to you in six years, but we got a problem. No, he was prayed up. He was humbled. He was prayed up, and he was a mighty and courageous dude. And he could not have stood there without he trusted God. And you say, well, Pastor D, don't know if you know this or not, but he was a mighty warrior. I'm just little old me. Excuse me? Do you believe this? Do you believe this? <laughs> Listen to me. This is Jesus speaking. I tell you the truth. Come on. John 14, 12. I didn't put it up here, Robert. I'm sorry. I'll give you a break. John 14, 12. I tell you the truth. It's right here. Open it up. Read it. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I'm going to be with the Father. Woo. Do you believe it? So who's Shama? He's some little old wimp that just happened to go out and save a pea patch. You got Jesus telling you, you're going to do more than he did. Y'all ever hear what he did? Y'all know Jesus? I know he fed 5,000 with a couple of fish, bread. Oh, yeah, that's right. He raised people from the dead. Right? You're going to do greater things than he did. So come on now. Mighty warrior what? Come on. You're bigger than Shama. Shama was a wimp. No more fear up in here. Listen to me. We got a lot to do. Whew. Do we have a lot to do? And we can, we can look at the calendar and we can look at the, the work that the Lord, in our own individual lives. We got a lot going on. Everybody in here has got your own stuff going on. The church's got stuff going on. Work's got stuff going on. 
you know, and we can take it as, that's a lot. Or we can just step back and say, I got this. Why I got this? Because I got him. And there ain't no fear up in here. Ain't no fear up in here. <laughs> this is a special season we're entering into. Christmas, I know we, we joke about the fact that it's here, and it is here. Let's just be honest. Um, but at the same time, Christmas can be um, tough for some people. It's a, it's, a, you know, the, it's known fact that the time between Christmas and New Year's is a, a, a big issue for a lot of people. It's a depressed Depression goes up, people stressing out. They're thinking about the past year and what they didn't do, and they're thinking about the year ahead and they get depressed. You know, I'm not saying anybody in here is in that boat, but don't let that happen to you this year. Let if it knocks, kick it out. But we're the church and we have to be there for those around us that are going through that. And it might be facing that. The enemy wants to bring us down. He loves to bring us down in the times when we should be the highest, right? This is a celebration of his birth in a time where we should be shouting and be so proud and happy. And so he wants to bring it down, and he wants to bring those around us down. Let's not let that happen, right? I'm so excited this year. Y'all like, what happened to Pastor D? Because I was kind of like, you know, and I can say this because Pastor Bill loves me. Pastor Bill and Miss Peggy will tell you the truth. Sometimes oh, he's, he's like the bah humbug, you know, because he's like, oh, all the decorations, right? Am I right? You know, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> me and him both kind of oh, got to put up another tree. <laughs> so we get caught up in that. Don't get caught up in that stuff this year. Don't ever get caught up in that stuff. Get caught up in the reason for the season and the reason of the season is the one who gives us power and gives us strength and lets us overcome fear. Oh, man. <laughs> I was telling y'all, I'll finish the story, a little bit about fear because it, it tried to come knocking on Thursday. It's all Marianne's fault. And this is just one of those little little menial things that just comes up sometimes. And listen, it don't have to be the big stuff where he tries to get us. He tries to get us with some little stuff. So Marianne comes to me a couple weeks ago, or a month, I don't know how long ago, and said, our preschool's got a bunch of teachers out this coming week. Just happens to be the week we're doing Operation Christmas Child. And then one of our teachers named to be omitted not to have her in trouble. Um, had to be gone tomorrow. And so they needed Marianne. Marianne's one of our numero uno substitutes. And Marianne's like, but it's Operation Christmas Child. So she's like, Pastor Darren, you think it'd be okay if I can go in there? And I said, it's day one. Nobody ever comes on day one, right? And she goes, yeah, yeah, 30, 40 maybe at the moment. Well, Miss Church. Yes. Um, I see your um, a drop-off site. We've got 300-plus shoeboxes we'd like to bring Monday. We didn't have 900 last year. The whole week. Tomorrow, we're getting over 300. <laughs> I 
has 20 cases. <laughs> and for about five seconds, I was like, <clears throat> excuse me? How many? 30? Three, three what? What time are you coming? And then I remembered Robert said he'd take Miss Amy's, uh, Miss Amy's class. So, to, um, so Robert will be teaching preschool tomorrow. Um, so Marianne can come help me and Pastor Bill and Harson Betty. So I will pray for those four-year-old class. Whew. No, pray for the four-year-olds. I'll pray for Robert. He'll be fine. It's the four-year-olds that might leave here. Mama, woo, they're going to go home. Because he's going to go in there and want candy. Candy, candy. Don't cry, candy. Can Obi come be his assistant? That'll be fun. That'll be awesome. You two in there? They'll, they'll never, they'll be, mm. Miss Crystal will be like, Amy, we don't need you anymore. We have Robert. But it's going to be, like Robert said, hallelujah. It's awesome. We're getting a third of what we got last year on day one already. Woo-wee. God is good. But fear knocked on my door for a second, and I said, nope. No more fear up in here. Again, as I said, our EFI conference was entitled Forward. 2022 is coming, y'all. We're going forward. Yes, the world's a mess. Yes, there's going to be stuff we ain't even thought about yet. But you know what? Don't know if y'all heard. He already knows all about it. And if we go through it with him, we don't have to worry about it. We got to humble ourselves. Listen, I want y'all humbling yourselves. I I don't see nobody coming in here going, look at me. I am... Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, you're not. Come in here being, look at me. I'm a child of God. (laughs) Come in here prayed up. Prayed up on the good days. Listen, we need to be prayed up on the good days. We need to celebrate and pray up on the good days. So when the bad days come, we already prayed up. And we'll pray up on them days too. There's opportunities wide open out there for this church. Not just abroad and here in the church. We've heard from... Our friend, Pastor Enmer, um, there's communities all over this country, the Hispanic communities in our heart. Daphne brought us to them. We love them. We love going to Nicaragua. We might go to Honduras. We might go to Kentucky because they're there too. And we might go to Matthews because they're here too. And I don't care what color their skin are. There's people here who don't know Jesus, and we're here. And I tell you what, 2022 is going to spread. It's going to, it's going to put opportunities at your door. And sometimes it's easier to go over yonder than it is to go right there because they don't know who you are right there. So you can kind of like, hey, how you doing? So we're here. We're getting busy. And there ain't no more fear up in here. No more fear up in here. We're going to put this thing right here. This sword, we're planting it. This is our pea patch. 
Listen to me. Ain't nothing coming against it. Ain't nothing coming against it. Stand, if you will, this morning. Mm -mm -mm. Lord, we thank you so much. I thank you for this place. I thank you for these people. We're going to pray now. Father God, I just... We may not be the biggest congregation. <laughs> but Shama was one man. David was one man. Esther was one woman. Joseph was one man. <laughs> and they all had one thing in common. They didn't have no fear. They had no fear because of why they knew you. They stood with you, and no battle seemed big enough because they knew you. And I pray that this congregation today will never forget that. No matter what we face, no matter how big the battle might look, if we go humble before you, prayed before you, we can be mighty and courageous, trusting you that no matter what we might face, victory is already determined. Be with us. Go forth, Lord. Before us, your word says you go before us. Go before us and prepare the way, Lord. We walk through whatever, knowing you are holding up our right hand. I cannot wait, Lord, to see what you're going to do. We're going to stand here next year on the brink of 2023, and we're going to be shouting victory. Just like we can shout victory today. We can shout victory today. Yeah, yeah, we might have went through some stuff in 2021. But over 100 kids walked through this door at VBS. We built churches in Nicaragua even though we weren't able to go there. We've seen lives change through our preschool and through our ministries here, Lord. Yeah, it might have, it might have been tough. We might have had some bumps in the road. We might have climbed some mountains. But everything we did was because you were there leading the way. And we go into 2022 and we look for even greater things to come. Greater things are yet to come, praise God. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Are you ready? Are you ready? Can you say this with me? No fear up in here.